Welcome to the Monday Morning Podcast, where we're talking today about Minneapolis, funerals, and the benefits of reincarnating as a goat made of Oreos. Okay. Welcome to the Monday Morning Podcast, episode two. Welcome. Welcome. Funerals. Funerals. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm Gabby. Hi, Gabby. Hi, Gabby. My mom died. Do I have to say my mom died again and again? or like For the rest of your know? life. For the rest say of your life, uh, you will be explaining <laughs> My it. mom died September 3rd, 2016 of big cancer balls. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm, oh, hi, hi, Gabby. Thank hi, you. Gabby. Um, I'm Madison. My mom died September 3rd, 2016. Gabby and I are sisters. Suspicious. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coincidence. It's a fucking coincidence. We found each other. Um, it bonded us. Uh, but yeah, big cancer corporation took her. Took her from from us. Big C, big C. Well, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm Harry. Uh, hi, Harry. Uh, hi, Harry. <laughs> and my father died on January. I almost forgot who for a second. I was like, was it my pet? No, my father died <laughs> on January fifth, twenty seventeen of pneumonia cancer sandwiches um with a heavy mm-hmm. layer of morphine aioli morphine aioli. Oh. Yeah. yeah that kind of sounds good mm. <laughs> um and before we start the funeral talk we just wanted to take a second to acknowledge all the things going on right now um because all three of us are originally from the minneapolis area so, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just sending love, standing in solidarity with all the protesters and, yeah, especially the people from our hometown. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, if anyone doesn't know what's happening, um, I mean, are you living under a rock? Like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We're lifting, we're lifting okay. the rock up. Okay, let's lift it. And we would be the source that they would hear about it from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Another black man was murdered at the hands of the police. Say his name, George Floyd. George um, Floyd. Yeah, in Minneapolis. And I think we all, like, wish we could just be there right now. Like, I feel kind of like a mm-hmm. yearning to be there. And, yeah. No, Definitely. definitely. No, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it, it brings up a lot of things for a lot of people, but uh, mm-hmm. especially, you know, when your community is hurting, whether it's your country or your city or your, you know, hometown or whatever, it's just, it's it's always very odd to, to be far away, uh, which, mm-hmm. which is where we are now, even though this is a, you know, countrywide uh, mourning uh, and uh, expression. It, it it still it uh, yeah it does bring up a lot of things to to be away and our our hearts are with everyone in Minneapolis and uh, hoping that everyone in the country stays stays safe as they can um, as they do what they have to do. For sure, yeah. Right True. now, Gabby and I are in New York. We don't, and Harry is in Portland. Uh, so yeah, none of us are in. Just to specify, none of us are in Minneapolis right now. But yeah, it does bring up a lot. I've been thinking about like trauma and how, you know, like losing, losing a parent is traumatizing Mm -hmm. and, you know, 
where I was able to work through it because it was an isolated incident. It was like my mom died and I worked through the trauma that that like brought up. But like for the black community, they have to keep like reliving their trauma over and over again. Like every time another black person is murdered and it's just like there's no time to heal. And it just this has been happening for hundreds of years. You know, it's just I don't know. It's just really heavy. And I really feel for the black community like that's just that's a lot of trauma. And like trauma is so it just has grave impacts on communities, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm reading a book on trauma. So. <laughs> oh wait, the the body keeps the score. What are you What are you reading? The, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the body keeps the score. Uh, have the, you read it? I I haven't read it, but you know, uh, they gave me twenty bucks just to say that. No big deal. No, but my my <laughs> my my roommate read it and she did little lectures on it and mm. and it's true. I mean, we we I I feel like we think a lot about trauma being something that's you know, of the mind or psychological. Um, but you know, it's also in the brain, and the brain is part of the body, and it's and it's also in in uh, beyond us too. Like there's, there it's a shared psychic trauma, like in this country, specifically like for Black communities and uh, other peoples who don't have the benefit we do of being an expected part of the institutions that were made in this country, uh, made thinking mm-hmm. about people like us. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's it's so it's 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 a it's a grieving time for home for the country for George Floyd, um, and but it's it's true. I think I think that America likes to think that when things are apparently under the rug that things are going okay. But like any trauma, it just it's it's buried. And yeah, the body keeps the score. The yeah. country keeps the score. Like history keeps the score. For um, sure. Yeah, it's trauma that like breeds. You know, it's yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, with all that said, yeah. I guess and any yeah any final remarks from anybody? Well, I guess with the home thing, I mean, uh, that's this this whole situation in in a uh, analogous way, and just in far as being distanced from home, it's made me think a lot about uh, when when my when my father in Minneapolis was was passing away. Um, just because like there's that weird there's that weird thing where. I think there's always a helplessness when when someone is dying. It's like this thing that's like so like out of control. It's just on rocket boosters of reaping. Uh, and <laughs> to, to 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 be far away. I mean that's that that was a that was a difficult thing. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You guys were were both in town with your mother, uh, right? I know you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah we were I think um yeah I don't know I guess to wrap up on the Minneapolis talk I mean yeah it's just like I don't know it's just pretty surreal and but I feel a lot of pride for the city too that maybe I didn't before I think due to Definitely. my trauma I feel like I felt really biased um because of my trauma like I looked at Minneapolis as like a triggering place um and home is kind of triggering and mm-hmm. now I um now that the community there that I was in for like 19 years is kind of under stress and um I don't know it just it makes me feel obviously like upset but um also inspired by the community and it makes me feel I don't know I feel different about it I feel it 
in a weird way it's kind of healing to be like acknowledging that like that is still a great community in my life even though I don't live there and like just because that place is triggering to me doesn't mean that Minneapolis as a whole or the people there are triggering um right so yeah that had nothing to do with us being in town when my mom died but yeah you know I just wanted to wrap that up uh-huh for sure wrap yeah. it up throw it out there hope everyone knows we're sincere if not dumb uh that's that's really my only goal in life is that people know that when i'm just being a windingus that i'm i'm trying <laughs> yeah. um but anyway funerals funerals shall we Shall yeah, we get into funerals, the nitty-gritty? Funerals, yeah. So we were in, to kind of circle back, circle um, back. we were in town when our mother was dying and when she died. And yeah, like during that time, we kind of were able to like start planning the funeral with her a little bit. Like that was mm. where like the funeral r- talk really began, like when she was officially kind of about to be in hospice. So, yeah, she, like, requested some things. You know, she Mm. wanted people to be uh, in casual wear, like, flip-flops and jean shorts, specifically. (laughs) And she actually, she requested that the song The Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel be played. Oh, God. The saddest song known to man. In private, my uncle was like, there's no way we're playing that song. I'm sorry, but it's too (laughs) depressing. Like, I was Mm -hmm. like, honestly, you're right, Uncle Jim. Let's just, we can ictionate that one. But Do a chopped and screwed version of uh, Mozart's Requiem, maybe? Something a little lighter. (laughs) bit lighter yeah um but yeah I don't know it was it was a weird time though because um most funerals (laughs) happen pretty shortly after the person passes away but of course our dysfunctional family couldn't get our shit together (laughs) so it took like two fucking weeks to have the funeral Mm. so like that was like a really big deal when it finally was over because I felt like I could really try and move on initially because it just felt uh, like we had to hold on to it a little bit until the funeral was over. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like excruciating (laughs) those first two weeks where it was just like, oh, we had to like, we were kind of a part of planning it, but not really like, I don't know. It was, I didn't, I didn't want to be, but also I kind of did like, I don't know. It was very weird. um, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, uh, uh, we had the funeral, I think. What, What was it? eight days yeah eight days after my dad died and I was uh about to go back to school this all happened very neatly during my winter break bless up or fucking something <laughs> um and uh they're oh, like well, divine timing yeah, yeah I was like sick right right in time for fucking I don't even know what I took what did I what did I come back for anyways uh they, they, my family asked if we wanted to have it after my semester ended and I came back from Portland it was like oh we could have it in a week or you could sit in Portland, Oregon, and just sort of boil in the in the future of your dad's <laughs> sad party. Because also, you know, I, I thought I was like, gosh, would everyone really come? You know, the way that people move through, like things move through people's mind. Like the funeral would come around yeah. four months later, and they'd be like, man, is he? I thought it, I thought I dreamed he was dead. You know, but it's real. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. It, you reminded me of something else. You're talking about uh, like planning and. We sort of planned with my dad, but it was mm. a real interesting roller coaster because due to the pneumonia cancer sandwiches, meaning that 
he had cancer that had metastasized to his lungs, and then he got pneumonia in a rehabilitation center. In a sandwich form. Uh, in sand, they sandwiched. That's that's how they yeah, explained they, it. They sandwiched it in him. <laughs> it was awesome. The doctor was like, "Yeah, it's just all coated up. It's fucked. Like I don't like. It's just <laughs> that's basically. They're like, it's, it's just slathered in aioli. They basically <laughs> said he ran out of thick. room in his lungs. Like it's like too many sofas. Like you've really there's no foot space. No like one to go through. A hoarder has kind of yeah. But as a result of that, like he had like he was on a BiPAP, you know, a ventilator, and uh, he had very diminished brain like capacity because there was mm. so little oxygen going there. So yeah. he had a couple of um, mm, uh, four four K HD. Uh, crazy <laughs> requests. He turned to me one time and just like when your dad's dying, it's like the most emotional, sincere like thing in your life. And like, it's your, yeah. his last words that he's saying to me. He's like, Hey, yeah. I want you to take my ashes, put them in your pillow. And I was like, in my, <laughs> in my pillow, dad. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I was like, that's not going to, how much are you going to be? Because he, he did not end up being enough to be a pillow. Like, he could be a hacky sack maybe post-cremation. But the great thing about that also is, like, I was like, well, what about that dude? And I pointed at my brother. And he was like, yeah, do I get any ashes? And he, like, turned over slowly. And he was like, yeah, you can have some. Um, but then for How the rest. <laughs> I know. Wow. But then for the rest pieces. of his life, like, his requests were pretty much, like, get out of my bathroom. He was very protective about his mm. hospital bathroom, <laughs> and he thought mm. the closet was a bathroom, but it was wow. hard to incorporate that into the funeral. Um, <laughs> just sort of, I don't know, potty paranoia. Like, I, I don't know how we was going to do that. But, um, yeah, did you I, – I, another thing I think about funeral – I don't know, the, the emotions you feel at a funeral. Um, mm. I felt so good once it was done, which was weird, just like the relief mm. I felt when my – when my dad died, did you guys have any emotions that sort of surprised you from the funeral or after? Um, looking back, I realized like how numb I was that day. Like I recognized mm. that like that that was totally how I was coping with the day, like just getting through it, not really like turning my emotional brain off and just numbing out and like you know, it's just a weird time. Like you're the hostess of what yes. I like yeah, to call like exactly. the most. It's like a grad party from hell. Like yeah, you, yeah. I'm like the hostess of the most with the mostest of <laughs> also the world's gra- <laughs> worst celebration. It's like, what and the you're fuck? like not drunk from At and least, yeah, to I mean, hell depending, yeah. but <laughs> oh my God, no, you're raw dogging reality yeah, and it's, mm. it's painful. Like, Full it's, sensation. Yeah. You just, yeah, you have to have, like, a smile on, but you, it's so depressing. Um, and, yeah, I just remember it was, like, it was just very exhausting. I got home afterwards and cried for, like, an hour. I remember mm. I just, like, had to, like, release everything that I hadn't that day, you know, because, like, I very much, like, I was, like, ooh, I'm about to be the great hostess of my mother's funeral. Like, it, like I don't know. You know? Wow. Mm-hmm. I yeah, did not that was feel my that persona. way at all. Mm-hmm. I, I had, like, a big old meltdown after in the parking lot, and, like, everyone was, like, comforting me. I was, like, this is so weird. <laughs> But like, I'm not even going to hide it. But yeah. I remember leaving. Nah, yeah, fuck it. I remember leaving after because um, it we had like a event thing after and I left because it was just so much. And yeah, I felt a lot of relief leaving. Like I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I, I think I left before 
most people. I left before yeah. you for sure. Yeah, you did. And I was like, I just need to not be surrounded by these people that are just like, your mom was so great. Like it was yeah. just a lot by the end. I was like, okay, I don't want to have to make small talk with my mom's high school friends. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was just like weird. Oh my God. Um, I mean, the, yeah. fu- so the, the funeral after party is almost a whole nother party. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like that, uh. that's, that, that's the graduation to hell. The, the other mm-hmm. one from your yeah. right, you're going right back to it. Like I, I talked mm-hmm. to some guy who was like, I used to play catcher for the twins. I was like, my dad used to catch me in his arms when, <laughs> when, I, he when, when I would see wasn't the in terror. my pillowcase. Yeah, it, when I was scared of dying. But I think it's cool. <laughs> I think baseballs are an awesome thing to sort of have power over as well. But I, I actually, wow. I actually fleed thanks to Gabby because Gabby came to the funeral because she's a good mm. friend and. I didn't because I'm a well. It's really complicated, but it's it's I'm uh, <laughs> awesome. It turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, well, well, it, it's a, it's a paradox of uh, you know being there. <laughs> but Gabby invited me, and I and I got away from the funeral. Thank God. But well, how, how did how did you guys feel? <laughs> it was nice to have my brother there, um, at mm. least because I, I I think about some people who had to do that by themselves, like that I've met. Oh, yeah. just they're the only child and no. you know you know we had the big divorce i guess that's another thing we should talk about is oh uh, yeah no we, the, did, well actually did your did your uh did your dad help plan the no. funeral oh my god oh god no god no <laughs> No, 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 no. That is hilarious. It was no. our mom's family. Like, it was mainly her siblings, and I want to say mainly my aunt. Um, but, yeah, we weren't really involved. Like, they, I think, were just trying to help as much as possible because they knew we were just trying to, like, you know, not completely fucking break down. Like, you know, we had... Like an old Chevy, baby. To to. Like an old fucking <laughs> Chevy, we baby. We were God. jalopies. Oh, my we God. We were just, just a patchwork steaming quilt. <laughs> on the highway. Yeah, no. <laughs> we didn't have much control over it. And no. also, yeah, like, I feel like those were the... It just made sense that they did it because... Mm-hmm. Like, we weren't functional enough. Our dad's no, definitely not functional enough. And Mom wasn't. I'll tell you that. Mom much, was yeah. really not functional at all. Um, Other than her little song request, there wasn't much she was doing. She was aftermath. lizard powder. Um, yeah, <laughs> she, she, was, she lizard was lizard powder. powder. <laughs> we use her in potions from time to time. But yeah, yeah. Actually, we just keep weed in our urn. Our urns <laughs> that we just <laughs> we use our urn our as weed urns. jars. It should have ashes, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but that's okay. I, I have daddy in the urn, but I'm going to be honest. I mostly just use the urn to flex because it's a nice piece of furniture. It's got a little, mm. it's got it a little, nice. you know, yeah. brass ring around it. It's, it's like this genie, yeah. you know, that will never help you again. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> it's sort of cool. You have a an dormant, impressive urn, dormant I can't lie. genie at genie's comatose. But, yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you guys, uh, yeah, did you guys feel it was a, it was a benefit to to have each other there? Because it's something I almost never think about. But like in the grief groups I've been to, what a lot of people say is that they wish they had um, a sibling to like not only do the practical stuff, but like also have lost the same person. You know what I mean? Um, For sure. I've been yeah. I've been trying to think about that more. My me and my brother bro- both did eulogies, and 
We were the mm. little, we were the Walmart greeters for dad's, you know, <laughs> one-way ticket to purgatory condominium. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was, yeah, I don't know. It, it's It's something that I actually don't. I don't I don't I don't think I think about enough like the 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 having someone with you there uh, in the funeral who's not yeah just the same relation for sure I think the further you get from it like maybe like the looser the connections are but like definitely right in the first stages when you're just kind of like shell-shocked and don't know what's happening it feels really good to have yeah, like your siblings yeah. who know exactly what you're going through because it feels very isolating and it's like no one knows, but your siblings like 100% do. So that does feel good. And it definitely felt good to have them at the funeral with me. I don't, I couldn't imagine doing that alone. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. No, I think it, yeah, that was like my main support system <clears throat> in that moment. Yeah. So for we sure. We immediately got together when we found out she died and, you know, we were like always together through all this stuff. So yeah. I think the only place where it, can get interesting is that especially in family dynamics you know siblings all have very different experiences oh, and yeah. very different perceptions of you know parents or relationships with parents and you know the family in general so and everyone has obviously different responses to grief and trauma so it can it's interesting in that way to see like how your siblings perceive different things um Mm-hmm. but yeah it's like invaluable I don't know what I would have done alone at that yeah. funeral Mm-mm. that's a that's a really yeah. good point about the you know the different perspectives because actually you know that that I think that's that bring that's brought pressure on me and my brother's relationship at least where you know now we've 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 taken off the rose-colored blood spread jam glasses of grief (laughs) and sort of looking for like resolution for some things that weren't awesome in our relationship and I sort of rely Mm. on my brother to be like hey I was thinking about this and don't you think dad was sort of like this way and you know man that really affected me and then sometimes he'll be like yeah and then other times he'll be like no I don't really think so and then I'm like what am I fucking crazy because you can't talk to the guy anymore (laughs) so these these I don't know. I, I there's this pressure for the people who are closest to just care, and I feel the pressure on myself too. But just to like carry that person a little bit, that memory, because there's still things that need to be sorted out, even though they're snufferoonied. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that that is a good point. I guess it's not the exact same relation ever, but it's about as close as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. True. We all perceive things differently at the end of the day, but yeah. Except me. A shared experience. <laughs> oh, you're unique. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, never mind. I, I, never mind. Thank you. Thank you. What about like guests? Guests that oh. like that that came? Surprise guests? Any you know <laughs> any faces that we were like, whoa, who the hell? Or I never thought they would come. Yeah. Well, there was uh, there was there was some funny. I've never, you know, thrown that kind of a, you know, fucking late night banger. Um, so <laughs> I didn't know that you had to, I don't know, we just, me and my brother made posts on Facebook to invite people. That's pretty much how we did it. And yeah. I had some people like not come uh, and they were hurt because I like hadn't invited them personally. I was like, hmm. that's crazy, dude. You should <laughs> like, so that, yeah, that was what? something that surprised me. I was like, Okay. Um, that's ridiculous just pull up yeah but that that's what happens when like you're you know barely 
you're just a teenager pupating and then your friends come to a funeral for like perhaps the first time. I think, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, yeah I true, think people true. my age were the ones who surprised me the most. A lot of other people, you know, they just say their things about being the catcher for the twins and they eat donuts and <laughs> and then they sort of fuck off after some period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, I have a good um, pre-funeral banger. Ooh, mm. PF. Um, PF bang. <laughs> yeah, PF. PF bangs. PF bangs. Mm-hmm. PF bangs. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, so basically when I was, I kind of invited some people by word of mouth, like at school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a class with Yo, I got a the bunch. open, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got the open crib, yeah. Parents are gone. <laughs> She's literally gone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's eviscerated, so come through. But Except for this no, I was lizard talking. Daughter, yeah. I was talking to my some of my girlies in class, and I was just like, "Girlies, are you coming to my mom's big birthday party?" And it's a bouncy castle. Yeah, yeah. Close and everyone was like, funeral. "Oh, yeah, yeah." And then one of my friends. Well, we weren't as close at this time, but we had been close, and she asked. She begged the question. Everyone was wondering. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Will there will there be food at your mom's mm-hmm. funeral? Because mm-hmm. it was gonna be at this place my mom worked, and she was like, "I really like the food there. Is there gonna be food?" And I was like, "Yes, there, uh, <laughs> there is gonna be food." We're gonna and feast I was just on her so memories. Shocked. What was, every grief baby wants to hear. Yeah, I was like, "Thank you for your support." You um, know, Gabby, it's I gotta admit that's all on you for not leading with the snacks. You're gonna be like, "There's I know, gonna be Kool Aid," and also, by the way, it's about my dead mom, but. You should really come for the, the, the fucking donut holes because they're going to be <laughs> off the chain. I know. I, I guess I Truly I've the main up. event. Truly. Yeah, you should have framed but, it differently. Really. Yeah. What were you it's thinking? Just, it's just incredible like how people don't realize because I didn't say anything in that moment because it was like really shocking. But later I ended up texting her. And I was like, hey, that was like, I don't know. I'm kind of hurt about that. And she was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't even realize like fuck i fucked up yeah. and i was just like how did you not realize like mm-hmm. it's amazing what people don't realize like is insensitive i'm like okay that's yeah. pretty basic that like your first response to are you coming to my mom's funeral isn't is there gonna be food am i like, gonna leave hungry yeah. <laughs> yeah that might reflect that like you know you were in high school and it happened and you were dealing with high schoolers yeah Ooh. The and best people around. And if, I, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I think that's an, another of another for the list uh, of people who did not show up at the funeral. Is, mm. that, is that correct? That no. individual. She didn't show up. No, she did. Oh, she did show up. Yeah. Mm. Oh, she did. And she, show she got up. the food, dude. She wanted the fucking oh, grub. What do you What do you oh, mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fool. I I'm promised a fool. her a, With a meal. fork and knife in her purse. Oh, I was I was thinking. I don't know. I heard there was food. I was thinking about me. That was that was that was me who didn't show oh, up. Oh right? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm, silly old me. Mm. Well, you what, little bitch across yeah, the country, across <laughs> the country. With your alive dad, but not really, because he was. Yeah, he was well, where my mom was <laughs> almost. Luck, luckily, uh, luckily, that act of bad karma got me hexed, and so I joined. I joined the train for yeah, yeah, yeah. a few months later. So that was good. I put a fucking curse on you. I think yeah, it was think, with the reptilian powder. I think the people who surprised me who did show up were also people my age, where it was like, I was like, wow, you know, uh, I don't know you super good, um, yeah. but you look you look great in that suit. So I don't know. Thanks for listening to my speech. But 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The young people for sure. Interesting. I had a little bangy moment with a mm. mom that showed up. She was <laughs> the mom of like a childhood friend, like a K through 12 type friend. And we'll call her Barb for the sake of anonymity. Barb. And, and her, her daughter, who my, my friend was, we'll call her Emily. And Barb came up to me at the funeral and she was like, Maddie, you are so strong. You have been through so much for your age and you have handled it with such grace. Emily could never she would never she's not oh, yeah. strong enough she Jesus would Christ. crumble she literally <laughs> said she would crumble. oh my really crumble like yes. the dessert she would uh, just be ver- a big pie on the floor verbatim yes she came not only to support her dead mom but to rip on her daughter i was like is this a roast for your daughter or my mom's funeral what's or, happening she gets on the mic <laughs> my daughter's a bitch it almost sounds like a pat on the back you know it's like man totally. if yeah. i died no one would survive it would be crazy dude i'm, I'm the shit <laughs> wow yeah was that a narcissistic comment sort of it's like i know um, your regular mom died but man if someone lost this awesome bitch whoa <laughs> Whoa, glad it was her, not me. Crumble. Maybe, but honestly, I felt validated. I was like, you know what, bitch, you're right. You're right. I'm strong. Oh, man. But yeah. Harry, we need to talk about your uh, eulogy. Yeah, talk about it. Because that was was a banger and a half. Oh, it was a banger and a half. Well, I that that's honestly what I think about with the, the weird feelings, how I felt after that eulogy, but... You know, uh, true fans, fans only will know that I opened up my dad's eulogy with a, uh, uh, it was in my, my church, the church we grew up with, a, a G-rated Jew joke. I was like, you know, you're probably wondering why so many people are here, and we uh, double book with the Rosenberg bar mitzvah. It got a good chuckle. People people didn't see it. It got a good chuckle. Definitely uh, some giggles from me. But And then it became slightly more sincere, and the eulogy was interesting <laughs> because I still had the rose-colored glasses on, which you sort mm. of have to for the eulogy because... Yeah, you, I'm sure. <laughs> My you know. dad sucked. <laughs> yeah, Except just, the, yeah, most of us just made fun him. of him, which was true, but like I talked about how, wow, he said even, you know, I was depressed and... I asked him if he'd ever been depressed, and he said no. You know, just sitting there in the sun, you know, chemo, broken bones from the cancer, and he said no. And my dad will always be my hero. He was lying. I read his journals. I read his journals <laughs> later. He was so depressed when he was my age. Like, he was, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Wait, that's another crazy thing. You learn, I feel like you learn so much about the person at the funeral. Like, mm. I... Because there yeah, were yeah, people yeah, yeah. from my mom's past talking about her that I'd never yeah. met that were like, oh, yeah, like we went to church camp and like your mom would always bring the weed. She'd always bring the weed and we'd smoke at the mom. lake in like eighth grade. And I was like, wow, my <laughs> I didn't know this side of my mom smoking weed at church camp. Yeah, she I didn't even know ditch, she went to fucking church camp. She would yeah. ditch the campfire with some select friends and she would. Yeah, she pulled out pot. Wow. Yeah, classic Susie. That's wow. great. That's, was I, it though? I, I, I'm like, I did not know that was classic, and now I feel like a fraud. <laughs> totally, it's classic. <laughs> Are you her daughter? I don't, I didn't know this. <laughs> I I myself smuggled quite a bit of weed into church camp, so maybe that's why mm. we vibe so well. You know. Oh yeah, a, you always did vibe with just my for mom. a family strain. But yeah, I I had a eulogy, um, and I I honestly I thought the I was I really loved my service, um, like because. It was me, my brother, my dad's best friend, my uncle, who all spoke, and um, 
we decided not to do like a sort of like open mic free for all, throw it out a bit, you know, mm-hmm. just sort of shake it out. Because uh, and you know what? I to be honest, I think that came a lot from hearing about your experience, and I was like, <laughs> I think we might curate it. I think we mm. might curate it. Uh, I'm glad I could give you funeral planning tips mm-hmm. from my <laughs> failed experience. You know, that's what this is all Let, about. Let's dig up that experiment, though. I mean, what what do you guys think of the of the open mic style versus... Because there were people who I was like, man, I sort of want to hear what they have to say. But I was also like, I don't want to give a lot of airtime to some dingus with a flapping gob who doesn't know what mm. he's talking about. Mm. Thoughts? Well, <laughs> there is a thought that comes to mind. I mean, most people were just like, like I said, people from her past that actually had interesting stories or like valuable things to say. Yeah. Um, but then there was, <laughs> there was one person that spoke that <laughs> was interesting to me. Um, also, for reference, anyone I mention in this podcast, there's no bad blood here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> disclaimer. Um, but yeah, I guess an ex of mine came to the funeral that I didn't really expect to. And he was sitting behind me during the service and he ended up like raising his hand to speak. Mind you, he had maybe interacted with my mom like two times for <laughs> like prom. 30 seconds when we like awkwardly like ran into her. Those um, must have been impactful seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, mm. he said, so I don't realize who's speaking until he starts saying like, not even things about my mom, but just like she basically saying she raised an angel of a daughter. And I looked back and I was like, this can't be who I think it is saying this right now. And it was. And that was (laughs) it was like interesting. It was honestly kind of funny. I mean, I was surprised, Mm -hmm. but I was kind of like, wow, the open mic. I don't know. <laughs> it gets kind of, it can get crazy. He, he it gets a little thought, dicey. He clearly thought very highly of, of Maddie. So that's, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Angel. I was like, my sister does. Yeah, I thought I that was about her, me yeah. this whole time. <laughs> mm. Weird. I was like, wow, what a comment. I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was strange. Yeah. Oh, wow. Weird. I really enjoyed it though. Like I like to hear anything I can about, like I like to consume any content regarding oh, yeah. my mom, you know? I'm so, the world eater. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Um, so I liked to hear all the stories. Um, and I, yeah, I liked the open mic. I thought it was cool. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I, the, the, the great thing about throwing a funeral is that the gifts are given and taken the gift of life is taken from your dad (laughs) and the gift of extremely improper caloric intake is given to you uh i i I received a (laughs) fuck ton of food from people but it was all just stuff that would rot my teeth and put put more plaque in the sad avenues of my heart (laughs) yeah what did you guys get um i got a gift basket like a literal basket full of uh, Oreos and Cheez-Its I li- oh, yeah. and fruit snacks. Mm. Um, I remember that. That is all that was in there. And <laughs> I love... Wow, wow that's great. Well, you got the some fruit, huh? I love that gave that to me. I love the support. Um, but, and did I eat it? Yes. Did I regret mm. eating it? Yes. It didn't make me feel better physically. <laughs> um, mm. And my mental state was already in the dumps. So just 
if you pour some double stuff on that, then, you uh, know, mm. you can't go wrong. You're dumpster diving, baby. You're dumpster diving <laughs> in double stuff grease. I think I remember indulging in some of those uh, fruit snacks. I'm sure you did. Mm-hmm. There were so I many. Did, I just think that if people are going to give gifts that are bad for you, like, I would have really appreciated some, some drugs, you know? Mm. I think that would have <laughs> been... Just give me a fucking yeah. pack of cigarettes. Please give me a sack. Yeah, let me... Let me big old 40. 40 sounds appropriate. I gave you a pack of cigarettes for your 18th birthday, I think, Gabby, <laughs> and a box of Reese's Puff, which oh. was, that, that would have been great. Wait, a great morning that's actually gift. a really good Classic. gift. I don't remember that, but I believe that you did that for me. Yeah, that's nice. That, that's and that's all brand. that. I, I, okay. I Also, I was at your mom's funeral, so you should believe <laughs> I did that for you, too. Yeah. Don't believe everything I, I think, you hear. I think the last... Like, with the funeral wrapped up and my weird elation from the it finally being over, I think one of the crazy annoying things was that um, after it's all done, like, the huge emotional release, which grinds you into the mortar of sadness, <laughs> I, I had to write thank you letters for, like, everyone who came to the funeral. Mm-hmm. What? And it, it seems like sort of like a, like a, I don't know, ungrateful thing to say, but I was like, do you really need me to write 200 small thanks, Jim? No. You know, right after. Like, why is <laughs> that the, the hobby you're giving me? Is it is it not enough that you're sad and I'm sad? I don't know. No, that was fucking bullshit. Wait, Gabby literally just mouthed, did we do that to you? I, I did it. I did it. Yes, no. Oh, we didn't do it. No, we did not. You phoned it in. I did it. I don't even remember there being thank you yeah, cards. Yeah, Aunt Sally provided me with the cards. Yeah, no, she gave me the duty because. Angel, my... angel of a daughter. <laughs> Dude, I'm my compartmentalization skills are mm. sharp. Oh, believe I'm you like, me. I'm like, I don't remember shit. Mas- master me. class repression. <laughs> um, yeah. No, believe you pro. me, it took me weeks to send those bitches out it took you me a long time out. but what the fuck dude i don't even remember people that all. signed their names in like the book or whatever oh i don't God, know the there's like a book Who has at that funerals. Book? i used to have it i don't know oh, where yeah. it is now but oh yeah the book i'm book. remembering yeah, things book. on the fucking spot the book <laughs> boom there was a book yeah there was a book yeah where people put their contact information so you could send them thank you letters you is greedy bitches are you for? kidding me that's yeah, so I know, annoying. Right? I, it should be for like a job reference or something. Like, give me something useful. <laughs> what do you? What can you offer me, you, Oreos? I know. <laughs> I don't know. I had a little letter, like a little letter written in a brown marker. Thank you for giving me a bag of donuts <laughs> because I have no father anymore. Yeah. I hope this letter appeases you. Thank you. Sad. <laughs> I temporarily <laughs> filled the Not void Gabby. of my dead dad with the Oreos you provided me with, with the fleet of Oreos that rolled up to my door. Dude, it, was, <laughs> it was a fucking fleet of them. There were like sleeves <laughs> on was. sleeves. Honestly, I got a practical it gift. An armada. From one of my best friend's mom. Ooh. She got me like a really nice purse. I was like, okay, honestly, you're on the right track. Like she okay, knew. Yeah. She's also yeah. DPC. I got the you gift know. of okay, all my peers uh, forgetting <laughs> that my mom <laughs> ever died. And then, oh you yeah. know, <laughs> we just kind of like chilled out. It was, <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, and I think I said, the, I gift, got some Oreos. the gift, the gift that, that helps the most is the, um, 
non-consensual mega distance everyone puts between <laughs> you and them just just for you you know you're in the terradome by yourself Hell yeah. the gift that keeps on running away mm-hmm. yeah just yeah. a little bit of space <laughs> yeah I, I guess the 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 thing oh like out of all of it about the funeral that surprised me was like how goddamn much it's the beginning and this will, I guess this will be a warning for, for other podcasts of the future. Mm. But all of the bureaucracy and red tape that explodes when your parent dies and you're filling up those big boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Because the funeral, the funeral's the first big one. You think, I don't know, you got the party over, but then come dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. Mm-hmm. There's so much more that you have to deal with. I remember our mom, like, our family had to pay for another month on her like lease for the apartment they, or whatever. They wouldn't I don't let know. her end the lease because she died. The apartment building, the managers were literally, even though the apartment we lived in was like filled with primarily elders, they were like, nah, you have to p- finish out the year lease. Like you can't cancel it just because the bitch died. <laughs> so like our family <laughs> had to fucking pay the rest of the rent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was weird because I was – a minor yeah. when she died. I was 17, so I was still very much Working connected with mines. her. Yeah, it was <laughs> California gold rush, baby. Um, <laughs> you had you had coal coal lung, black yeah, lung, black, <laughs> lung. Um, black blunt lung. But yeah, that was from the pack of cigarettes you gave me. Um, mm-hmm. But no, it was super fucking weird because there were so many things I didn't expect that came out of it. Like even just like. Like, I had her address on my ID, and that was, like, an issue. And, like, my car insurance was under her name, and that was a huge issue. There were so many fucking issues. I remember um, she had – what is that fucking car thing? Triple A? They, like, tow you or whatever? Mm -hmm. My car got a flat tire. The insurance was under her name, but it was still, like, valid for a couple more months. And I had – I called Triple A, and they said – I remember – like scream crying at the lady on the phone because she like wouldn't mm. let me do it because it was under my mom's name and she was dead mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i know she's fucking dead like literally i was like screaming crying i was like i still have yeah. to play. Uh. like i was like i have a flat tire i'm stuck like this and is she, a i was like my mom's dead and she like was like there's ma'am there's nothing i can do and i remember i just like hung up on her and i was like i hate everyone have you <laughs> no empathy it was God. people yeah. people get so pissed and they'll you know what I really thought that I felt the most cheated when my dad died, but it turned out it was T-Mobile <laughs> because he he owed them $80 and they were going to get that $80 from me. I mean, me. they are a small I got business. calls for months. They they, they yeah. are they are they're they're a really they're jam-packed it in, but they call just forever they would like for months i would just get random calls and they would all open with i don't know if you got these ones but it's just can i talk to tom jensen mm. and i'd be like probably not oh uh, god that's do, do you have you like might. a haunted do you have a ouija board or a haunted game of monopoly like you're not gonna like he's dead i would say like he's dead and they would be like can i call back later and i'm like uh you sure can like i i don't I, I hope something you do works, honestly. You I can, wish I could pry that $80 uh, out of him. Yeah, you can call to him via a seance. Um, good luck. 
But did you ever get a call like that? Like, I, no. I the ones I just got calls where they'd be like, "Can I talk to Tom Jensen?" Out of nowhere. No, but that's reminding so me of eerie. my mom's like Facebook. Her Facebook still exists, though she does not. Her Facebook does, and I get like emails that are mm. like, "Check out Susan McMillan's Facebook," and I'm like. <laughs> Just Stop. how Marcus Zuckerberg <laughs> wants it, I know, baby. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> Zuckerberg, MySpace, Tom, they're all in on it. I've tried to log into her account. Like, I thought I knew her two passwords, but I guess I didn't. Um, <laughs> so I never got any calls. Like, I never got debt collector calls. Mm-mm. I think that was, like, no. our aunt got those. No, yeah, TBH. I think our family really mm, shielded yeah. us from a lot of, like, the nitty-gritty stuff because I know our mom definitely wasn't, uh, uh, if I'm going to be honest, I think she was in some daddy poo You know what I mean? Yeah. She, she, mm, was, she was in some daddy poo um, But, yeah. Yeah, we got we away still got, scathed from we that We still one. got a 401k. We, like, divvied up her little... Yeah, Her little retirement fund. It was so minuscule. It was. Um, <laughs> Mommy left us with nothing. As I much. said, yeah, oh she was in debt. Um, but <laughs> so a little less than nothing. Yeah, we inherited her great financial <laughs> strategies and <laughs> responsibility. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Should we answer some questions now? I I, I, I think we should we should should. move in. We should move in. What are are the questions? Question Let's move in together. Query master. Answers, answers. Okay, so the first question is how much of the funeral was planned with your parent and how much did you have to fill in the gaps? What was that like? Mm, filling out that pillow. Filling oh. out that pillow. Let's see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, depressing. It was sad to have to plan um, a funeral with your parent. Um, Super weird. Yep. Super weird. But it not a lot was planned with them. And no. I think we kind of covered this already in both of our cases. Like little things were covered, but it's not like we were little like. Brain little brain function left. Mommy's last brain cell was. Mom was like, <laughs> I want blue. Yeah. And the sound of silence and flip flops. And we yeah. were like, okay. And okay mom all is over. clearly in Maui right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess. I think the, the only thing we haven't said before that I'm thinking about now is. Uh, without like a, a clear script from my father it's like it was sort of you know we tried we had to try to figure out what would be the best and there was a little bit of like t- mm-hmm. t- tension and infighting in my family just because we were grieving and you know it's just like mm-hmm. he wouldn't want that he wants this you know no more donut oh, yeah. holes less donut no more donut holes more oreos, yeah, yeah, more oreos. More oreos. <laughs> um, more oreos. <laughs> stacks yeah no mm. it's super bizarre actually like just the f- the concept of having to talk to your parent about their funeral. Like, yeah. it's so meta and weird. Yeah, like, that it is meta. I remember we would, we would so talk meta. to her about it in while she was in hospice, like, her last days. And, like we said, it was not – it was very minimal. But, like, I remember just talking to her about her death in general, and she was like, I don't – like, let's not talk about it. It makes me sad. And I was just mm-hmm. like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – yeah, it makes all of us sad, but, like, I was, like, oh, I don't know. So it was weird. It was almost, like, you don't want to, like, ruin those last moments by being, like, so uh, what should so we do with your talk. car keys? So I'm with the party <laughs> planning commission. Yeah. 
<laughs> we got hospice coming at one and then at two we got the party planning committee so and then chippendale dancers have mom just at the up. end just to wrap it all up they're gonna be wearing oreos it's gonna be great <laughs> we need oreo necklaces mm-hmm. instead of candy necklaces you know what i mean mm-hmm. just oh yeah look on the website oreo you know pearls. apparel yeah. coming soon <laughs> oreos sewn together for eighty dollars a pop price gouging <laughs> Okay, that answered it. Perfect. <laughs> okay, done. Next question. <clears throat> okay, uh, but yeah, second question. Um, do you feel like the funeral was important for your healing, or did it reopen the wound in a way? Again, I feel like you know we've fucking gabbed so much. We've kind of covered these in ways, but I guess I guess yeah. re- re- I personally don't feel it. It it reopened. It wasn't something I was scared of. I I was looking forward to it. You know because. Mm-hmm. It seemed important. Um, yeah, no wound. I mean, I guess I didn't have any big old bombshell secrets. Dr- like, here's the other family, and we're way better, you know? Like, there was no, <laughs> there was nothing that happened that wow. shook anything, any image of my dad. And the gathering together mm-hmm. was no so more. good. I wouldn't say it opened up any wounds, personally. It was a fuck ton of work when I really didn't need it. But um, I really I really enjoyed mm-hmm. the funeral. I thought it was the the, the as a, I don't know, a ritual itself, I, I thought funeral, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a beautiful celebration. My mom, like our mom wanted it to be like a celebration, uh, not I'm down coming up. She was very much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Into the um, clouds. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like it was just kind of like a hurdle to get over for our family. Yeah. Like like Gabby said earlier, it kind of took a little bit to plan. But, yeah, it kind of felt like, okay, once we get over this hurdle, then we can continue on with, like, the next phase in a way. That's That was kind of my mindset. Into the jaws of life. Never-ending hurdle town. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there are never-ending. It's one of, like, yeah, the endless hurdles. Little do we know we're in a marathon, a lifetime marathon of hurdles. And there's limbo, too. (laughs) Don't get mistaken. They'll switch it up. It's just there's there's boomerangs out there. Yeah. (laughs) Infinite universes. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's what's the next? Wow, we're we're awesome at okay, questions. Okay, the next. We're I know. fucking. On we're a really roll. concise. Answer done. Um, Go on. What was okay? We'll do um, another question that was submitted. This one's a one-word question. Reincarnation? Question mark. Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> I'll say sure. Yes. I. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that do? Do you guys uh, think about reincarnation? Like the idea that the your mommy's soul is like you know in a goat or something like that does that would that comfort you because it's not it's not in my belief system but i do i do think about it as much as anyone who wants to be born again into a goat like i said Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i do think about it i don't like i don't know if i have a fully formed like opinion on what i think happens obviously Mm. no one fucking knows but yeah i do like to believe like a a thing that helped me a lot when my mom died was thinking like that um you know energy is kind of forever i like to think about that in terms of grieving because it's like it's just nice to think that like even though my mom's not physically here i like to believe she her energy still lives on and it's, she you know, gr- you can still feel she's that. She's grazing somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if she's grazing or I don't hill. know if it's 
she's in a physical form again but you know Mm -hmm. it's nice to like be able to tap into that energy or you know if you need that Mm-hmm. I like to think it's out yeah. there and available. Yeah, yeah. When mommy died, and I posted about it on my dear Facebook Zucky page. Mm. Um, Zuck it up. Like one Zuck of the first comments. One of the first. Okay, yeah. Uh, one of the first comments was, "Matter can neither be created nor destroyed." Like, take comfort in that. Like someone said something like that. And um, With, mm-hmm. yeah, I do take comfort in that. Um, but yeah, I don't know reincarnation. I kind of agree with Gabby. I don't have like. Sure, I like to fantasize about what the fuck I could be reborn as. That's fun, but do I really believe in it? I don't know. I don't know what I believe in. Yeah. But yeah, I do believe that there are things that we cannot explain. Yeah. Yeah. I think this world. I so. think with trauma too, it's it's it it can be hard to see anything else but the the brutal reality eating itself before you, mm. <laughs> Raffle. Um. But I, I, <laughs> Ruffle, oh but I, I like Lulz. reincarnation makes me think of this idea that I, I like a lot and helps me live through. I mean, like times like this where there's so much stress and grief like all around. Uh, but there's this idea, the eternal recurrence of the same, which is something this uh, philosopher came up with Nietzsche when he was sort of thinking about mm. reincarnation. And it's like a test for for your life in a way. And eternal occurrence of the same is like this hypothetical that your life just is a continual cycle. So like when you die, Mm. you go back and start again forever. And so Mm. the test Mm -hmm. is like to look at your life and say yes to every moment. Like that this Mm. is the like this is all of it is necessary and all of it uh, will happen again. So try to live your life like you're going to live it forever. You know what I mean? Mm. Not not like Jeff Bezos yeah. eating blood forever or Zuckerberg, mm. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I I think I think that that's actually been a very empowering idea like for that. me because a lot like you know we were talking earlier about helplessness and you know cued feelings of distress like the idea that you know in all its horror it, it's still essential to who you are and your life and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know it it makes things a little bit more precious I think that. Um, for me, it, it helps me. It's, it's helped me deal with quarantine a lot, where it's just like, this is just how it's got to be, so what am I going to do now? It's like an attitude, mm-hmm. an yeah. attitude thing. For sure. Totally. Uh, and I, yeah. I 100% think everything is cyclical and like that death and rebirth the, process. The great so, Oreo. You know, I guess. That double stuffs us all. So, you know, I guess why wouldn't that be the case for like, people that have passed on i don't know i definitely like i don't want to get too fucking woo woo on here but Mm. you know i definitely believe that there are spirits out there that Mm -hmm. we can talk to in like dmt yeah higher dimensions (laughs) dmt dmt so yeah like fuck i mean shit i don't want to talk about dmt too much on here but (laughs) once you do that you're kind of like there must be a place where dead people or spirits are stored like Mm. another realm yeah but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like my opinions on death and what comes after have changed so drastically over the years, like especially grieving. I remember going through a period of just like believing that nothing mattered and once mm-hmm. you die you're fucking dead and yeah. like that's it, blah blah blah. Whatever, yeah, that nihilism, you know? yeah. I came out of it. You? Yeah, just yeah, just pretty much <laughs> straight nihilistic? nihilism. Yeah. Um definitely for a period, but yeah no i think i don't know yeah 
A little spiritual, I believe. Yeah. I think you kind of have to think that way or, like, at least for me, like, I, if I didn't, if I, I could be so nihilistic and cynical if I wanted to. Oh, but yeah. like, I really, I think it's, I think it's a choice, <laughs> especially with all this trauma we've been through, like, it's so easy to be, like, it all means nothing and nothing fucking matters, but, like, mm-hmm. I really, you know, part of the, I think part of the healing process for all of us, too, it's been, like, to kind of pull ourselves out of those mindsets and be like, no, we, you know, we kind of have to the opposite, adjust. I think. And There's like, meaning yeah, to be made. Move forward positively. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. one day yeah. we'll all just be I, keeping the score as a goat <laughs> full of Oreos grazing on the land of our <laughs> people. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, that, that that does answer the question. Yeah, I, I, I think, think that, about that it. answers the question. <laughs> so. should, should, should we should we wish our our Minneapolis friends well and and sign off? Yes. Well, I've been yeah, I've been Harry. Definitely. Love to Minneapolis. I'm Gabby. I'm Madison. And, and we and we're, we're fucked up. We're sad babies. We're oh, we're, we're rooting yeah. for you. We're rooting for you. Don't buy anyone Oreos. Yeah, yeah rooting for you. It's all good. Yeah. It's all there. Sending love to all the protesters. Mm-hmm. Especially all the Minneapolis. Oreos have been looted. And everyone, there's a lot going on right now, so take care of yourselves. And there's a lot of collective grief, so. Yeah. I hope that you can find some humor and lightness in this time. At least the murder mm-hmm. hornets appear to yeah, be a hoax. Definitely. I looked up the murder hornets. That'll be the good <laughs> the good news. Up. I looked it up. I, <laughs> it, it's a, I, it's it, it looks like maybe not. So that's, that's our nice wrap up. Yeah, the signs in Washington were fake. And yeah, wow. that is a good wrap no up. One, no one's mommy w. or daddy <laughs> is coming back as a murder hornet. It's just it's just be safe hornets. Oh, that's yeah. good. Okay. okay. Mm. That's good to know. Well, well. Oh, on that note, see lovely. you next Monday, Bye. Grief Babies. Yeah, see you next Monday. Thanks for coming. Bye, Bye. Bye. Bye babies. <laughs> Bye, babies. <laughs>